0: the 2013 Hyundai Sonata. Learn more at HyundaiSonata.com.
1: Hooray, we are through another week. Welcome to the Friday edition of AutoLine Daily. I'm John McElroy, and here's the news. Last night, Lincoln opened up its new design center to members of the media. The whole idea is to convince the world that the Ford Motor Company is serious about rebuilding the Lincoln brand, and the company trotted out some of its top-level execs to show how important this is to them. Interestingly, the design center is the first design studio dedicated to Lincoln since the 1970s. It will house the design of all Lincoln models, including both interior and exterior design. It also houses the color and materials people, as well as the engineering design staff. Ford knows it's going to take years and a lot of money to pull this off, but the design center certainly represents an important first step. Last month, Volvo CEO Stefan Jacoby took a leave of absence after suffering a stroke. Now, they're dumping him altogether. Volvo just appointed current board member Hakan Samuelsson as its new president and CEO, effective immediately. Volvo says it did not like its lack of progress in China, and that's why Jacoby was sacked. Hey, do you have any cool photos of cars? How about an interesting video? We're interested in showing some of the best content from our audience around the world. For example, here's a camouflaged Maserati Quattroporte that our fan Andrew snapped in Torino. Here's a Ford Transit van that we caught testing in the Detroit area. And check out this video of an international truck starting up. Circa 1910, we think. you got a dripper there. Ray will be hollering. You get me? Wow. Took gas right in. We love this kind of stuff, so send us your photos in an email to viewermail at autolinedetroit.tv or upload a video to YouTube, Vimeo, Streetfire, whatever, and send us the link. If we like what we see, you might just get featured in an upcoming show. Nissan just introduced its all-new Sentra, and here's a good overview of what the car is about.
2: Uh, The the compact segment uh, is extremely competitive right now. More than two million units are sold in the U.S. every year in this segment. Uh, So we we took the Sentra and we redesigned it from the ground up. Uh, We wanted to give it uh, premium, sophisticated styling, uh, class-leading fuel economy, and uh, technology that you might not ordinarily find in a compact car. Uh, We we changed the proportions of the Sentra, we lowered the roof line, we lowered the belt line, but we we give you more interior cabin space than the outgoing model as well as a larger trunk we now have a a 15.1 cubic foot uh, trunk which is about two cubic feet better than it used to be Um, also the fuel economy of the car is is up uh, 34.0 miles per gallon combined uh, and that's that's class leading figure
1: this seventh generation centra gets better fuel economy thanks to an all-new 1.8 liter four-cylinder engine a cvt and three different drive modes but even with all the upgrades in the car nissan knows it's a challenge to get the word out
0: to market the new Sentra, we have a few key objectives uh, the first and foremost being to reinvent the centra brand name and reputation in the marketplace the second objective is to go after youth and multicultural markets as they are becoming more and more important especially in the in the smaller car segments and, and, and so to do that, uh, we have uh, a marketing campaign that's going to start in December, January timeframe, uh, surrounded by some big media moments. Uh, in addition to that, our, our goal is not only to tell people about the car, but then to get them into the dealership so they can experience the car.
1: Nissan tells us that its dealer body is very excited to finally have what they feel is a great one-two punch with Sentra, as well as the all-new Altima, to go up against other compact and mid sized cars you want to check them out for yourself, both are in dealerships right now. But, you know, even with all those improvements, Nissan still has a battle royale on its hands with Toyota. And now we've learned that the Prius is the number one selling car in California. Toyota has sold over 46,000 Priuses so far this year in the Golden State, accounting for a quarter of all Priuses sold in the U.S. Toyota, of course, now has the Prius V, the Prius C, and a plug-in version, and all of them have also helped boost sales. Hyundai teamed up with a company called Broadcom to install an Ethernet system in its vehicles. The goal is not to allow the consumer to communicate faster, it's to make the vehicle communicate faster. The idea is to be able to integrate multiple systems of the vehicle into one network. This would allow a less complex electronic system, at the same time allowing greater electronic capabilities. Not to mention a whole lot less wiring, which could mean a large reduction of weight. And we know that all manufacturers love that. Hey, Formula One fans, no more F1 on speed. NBC picked up the racing series for the next four years. Four of the races will be broadcast on NBC, while the remaining 16 will be on the NBC Sports Network. Coming up next, did you know that most car buyers have never even heard about Kia?
0: Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate Structural Adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com
1: Kia is one of the fantastic success stories in the automotive industry, but in the U.S. at least, most car buyers do not even know the brand exists. That's one of the topics on AutoLine this week. Take a look. What percent of the car buying public is completely unaware that there's even a Kia out there?
2: Uh, boy, I'd say probably sixty percent, just because they're not they're not in they're not in the buying cycle, so there's really no need for them. I also have the, the issue. I, I only
1: ask that because the point is, you guys could have a lot more up to grow.
2: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And that's what uh, we talk about that all yep. the time. And how are going to continue to grow? Okay. Yeah, I think. Uh, um, uh, you know, not the venture off marketing. We'll, we'll circle back to it because it really is one of our key success drivers. But uh, um, you know, we've introduced all these products. Circling back to that, the Sorento and the compact CUV segment, the the, the Sportage, um, the uh, the Optima, the Soul, the Forte, all these what I call the meat and potato segments. This is the car industry by and large, um, and, uh, and and and. We feel real good about the product and uh, um, that's really helped us in terms of what I call relevance in, in, in the marketplace and Michael's team has been doing such a good job at, at making people aware. Um, we're confident that if people are in, in, in market and they give us a try, they're going to like what they see.
1: And that's Michael Spragg and Tom Loveless from Kia. And you can watch that entire show on our website at AutoLine.TV. Like it or not, cars and politics are inseparable, at least in this presidential election. So we want to know how you feel. Click on the poll link below the video of today's show on AutoLine.TV and tell us which U.S. presidential candidate you think will be most beneficial for the auto industry. And we're not just sticking to the big guys. If you think the Libertarian or the Green Party is the best choice, make your voice heard. We'll reveal the results of the poll on Monday's Outline Daily. May the best candidate win. And with that, we wrap up another week's worth of reports. Thanks for watching. We'll see you on Monday.